Hey everyone, welcome to Divinely Modern, the podcast, a platform and community that provides encouragement, research, and dialogue for people who are deconstructing their faith and asking the question, now what? Where can I go from here? This platform offers support and conversations for dismantling abusive theology while rebuilding the faith based on love and grace. I am your host, Haley the Scientist, an atmospheric physics researcher, a deconstructing Christian, and someone who loves God and loves caring for God's creation. So join me in discovering what it means to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. Good morning, or whatever time of day it is where you are. Right now for me, it is early on a Saturday morning, and I am in my home office with my dog, Nova. She's a golden doodle and absolutely precious. I call her a puppy, but she is two years old and 60 pounds, so today is going to be a different episode than normal. I am not going to be interviewing anyone. This one is just me. I have felt compelled to speak on the topic of compassion fatigue and want to share with you some of my thoughts a bit, just in a very natural way. I have been writing a lot of blog posts recently on my website and decided that this particular topic would do well in a podcast format where I could just speak to you very naturally, very unedited, and share with you some of my thoughts as though we were having a cup of coffee together. I wish we could do that in person because some of the people I've met online are absolutely fantastic, but sadly, we do have distances. (laughs) Some people are not even in the same country as me, so instead we have Instagram DMs and conversations and comments and listening to each other's podcasts and reading blog posts. So here's a little bit about me today and why I think that compassion fatigue is such an important topic. So go ahead and grab that cup of coffee or glass of wine or whatever you prefer, whatever hour of day it is for you listening to this right now, go ahead and get comfortable and kind of imagine we're having a conversation together. So if you do not live in America, I have a pretty strong guess that you've probably still been following up with our Supreme Court's decision in Dobbs versus Jackson to overturn Roe v. Wade, thereby overturn a 50-year right to abortion, at least on the federal level, sending states into a frenzy, some states having trigger laws, meaning that they come into effect automatically if a certain condition is met, that condition being that Roe v. Wade is overturned, and these trigger laws would have abortion bans that have no mercy whatsoever. Uh, We've had states, an awkward 
in-betweens where they don't really know how to react. And we have a few states that have made it a part of their official law that abortion is protected. Predominantly, though, we are hearing and seeing in the news state after state create these horrific laws banning abortion with no room for nuance, like how to handle a miscarriage, how to handle an ectopic pregnancy. I have had countless women message me online and share their story of pregnancy trauma or complications that have led them to needing an abortion or really wanting one but struggling to find access to the health care that they need. I have been in awe of these women's vulnerability, sharing their very, very real fears in response to the Supreme Court's ruling and in response to whatever their state might be. I've had women message me saying that they are currently pregnant and not being given the treatment that they need to save their life, to protect them and take care of them. I have had women tell me that they are scared of getting pregnant because they almost died in their last pregnancy and that they would want an abortion so that they don't leave their children without a mother and their spouse all alone. And I've had women message me and say that they are struggling to find an abortion clinic near them because they happen to be surrounded by conservative states and are scrambling to find a way to travel across state lines to get the health care that they deserve. And this has been on top of all of the other news learning about shootings all across the country and of course the war in Ukraine and these people fighting for their country, fighting for their home or seeking refuge and it has been a lot. It has been a lot of news this summer. And so in this chaos, in the midst of this heaviness, I want to bring up the conversation of compassion fatigue. What is compassion fatigue? Now remember, I am a physics researcher and not a psychologist, so I'm going to be reading a quote from psychology today to give some credibility on the topic. I'm reading from Psychology Today's article on compassion fatigue. Quote, Compassion fatigue refers to the experience of any empathetic individual who is acutely conscious of societal needs but feels helpless to solve them. It mentions that compassion fatigue also may be called vicarious trauma, secondary trauma. It's basically the experience that someone might have if they are so empathetic to another person's pain that after time 
reading about it, seeing it, hearing it, so often you experience that pain with them and become exhausted physically and mentally and especially emotionally. I believe that we as a modern society are taking in too much information. We were not designed to be taking in the amount of information that we do. Now, please do not get me wrong. I strongly believe that we need to be educated people, especially educated citizens, so that we can vote accordingly. I think that knowing what's going on in the world is vital for just human civilization and survival. However, we also have to allow ourselves and maybe even force ourselves to have emotional boundaries and acknowledge when the news are so negative all the time. If the only thing that you are taking in online is about abuse and taking down the patriarchy and fighting white nationalism and spreading awareness of shootings and and war. These are very important things that we have to be doing, but you can't do that all the time. Allowing yourself a moment of rest or even a full day of rest or however long you need does not make you any less of a fighter. It does not make you any less educated on world news or national news, whatever it might be that is weighing you down. Everyone needs rest. And that's the solution that a lot of websites mention for compassion fatigue. The best response is giving yourself rest and setting up boundaries for yourself knowing your own emotional limits. I said earlier that I don't believe that we were designed to be taking in this much information. I say that actually out of a, after a conversation I had with friends not too long ago. And we were talking about how fast (laughs) our technology progressed in the past hundred years to so quickly having access to iPhones, information in our pockets at like 24-7. We have all the information we could possibly imagine. We constantly can know about anything in the world. We are constantly bombarded with national and global news. And again, it's important to know about these things. But centuries ago, you only knew about your own town. (laughs) And so very quickly human society has had to adapt to knowing literally everything about basically everything. If your Instagram feed is anything like mine, it is a lot of deconstruction. It is a lot of dismantling patriarchy and calling out abusive pastors and sharing videos of politicians who literally use their stage to preach white nationalism. The the horrors I've seen online is just mind-blowing, but also not shocking at all because we've all known that it's been here. Even though 
these things do not shock me anymore. They still make me extremely angry every time. I do consider myself a very empathetic person. And I am glad that I am empathetic. I am glad that I care so deeply and have such compassion for other people because it does matter. I don't just care if something affects me. I care if it affects anyone. But that also means that if the news affects anyone, then I will feel it. I will experience it with them. And eventually I will be drained. And maybe you are the same way too. If you are listening to this, odds are high that you have also experienced compassion fatigue. I remember one time I posted a story on my Instagram and said, allow yourself to have rest. You are still a fighter even if you rest. And I remember the responses that I got from that of people saying, thank you, I really needed to hear that. I really needed to know that I still care about these issues, even if I pause talking about them. You are no less a feminist. You are no less a fighter. You are no less whatever term you want to be using for yourself if you give yourself a break. Because there is a lot. There's a lot to take in. With that in mind, follow me for a moment. I want you to breathe in. And breathe out. And tell yourself, it is okay to rest. It is okay to rest. It is good to rest. You are still a fighter. You are still a feminist, an advocate, even if you rest. In fact, I would even go to say that not allowing yourself to rest will hurt your cause. Because at some point, you might need full energy for something immediate to help with your cause. And you won't have that energy because you've been drained and you never allowed yourself the right and responsibility to rest. You have a right to rest. I once called it a luxury and then realized my own problems in that. I said, I don't have the luxury to rest. And then I realized that that was a problem. I have a right to rest and I have a responsibility to myself and also my cause and also my work. I have a responsibility to rest and to put up emotional boundaries, to take care of myself, which I don't often like to do. But if I don't take care of myself, it becomes increasingly harder to take care of others. So thank you for joining me on this 
conversation. I would have loved to have gone to coffee with you in person. And I'm just glad that you joined me here today. I feel like I almost was able to have some coffee with you. So I hope you have a wonderful day filled with rest. And (laughs) you're going to be so tired of hearing that word by the end of this. But rest, rest, rest. Please do remember that you can only take in so much and you deserve a break. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or would like to dialogue with me, you may join me in my community on Instagram at Haley the Scientist. That's Haley spelled H-A-L-E-Y. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support me, the best way is to write a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you prefer. It makes a big difference and really helps me promote the podcast. Also, I'd like to note that my platform is purposefully not monetized, meaning I am not sponsored, I am not making money off of this, and I'm not selling you anything. My work is entirely inspired by my own interest, research, and commitment to this community. Since podcast episodes do take a lot of time and work, though, I tend to publish about an episode a month, so to stay up to date with my platform, Instagram is the best option. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening and have a divinely modern day.